If you look at a thing 999 times, you're perfectly safe. If you look at it the thousandth time, you are in frightful danger of seeing it for the first time. That comment by G.K. Chesterton suits my experience with today's famous and popular passage about the final judgment. I've looked at the text of today's gospel many times. For a long time, I was perfectly safe in doing so. I had it all figured out, and it was a comforting, though challenging, message. We will be judged by Christ on the basis of what we do to serve the poor, the weak, the lost, and the lonely. Salvation would be bought by my doing things for others, obeying the law of service. Enough carrots peeled at the soup kitchen, enough visits to the sick, enough hoarseness at a demonstration, and I would be one of Christ's sheep. But I began to have some doubts. Perhaps I was nearing the 800th look. The difficulty was the response of the righteous. Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? I could understand why the goats might not recognize Jesus because of their spiritual blindness, but how could his own people not recognize him? How could those who followed him, heard his word, lived his law of love, and shared his Eucharist not know him? Obviously, I had to take another look. Finally, it occurred to me that the reason the righteous sheep did not recognize Christ was the fact that they had not known him in the first place. Matthew was not telling us about the judgment of Christians, but of non-Christians, those who serve Christ without knowing him by serving their neighbors. It was comforting to know that Christ would welcome those who did not believe in him. What that meant for us Christians was that we had to be even more active, more busy earning our salvation, because we have no excuse for not recognizing Christ in the least. So the judgment of Christians would be a sterner affair. We had to do even more serving, or we would find ourselves lined up somewhere behind the goats. For a hundred looks or so, that was enough. But I was getting beyond the 900th look. Things began to look unfair toward us Christians. Unbelievers could get by with good deeds like a bunch of Boy Scouts. We seemed to need extraordinary deeds. What was the advantage of following Christ when salvation was easier for outsiders? So, more thinking. I eventually realized that my salvation does not depend upon what I do, upon the prerequisites I meet, but upon the love of God. It is in meeting Christ and being embraced by him that we are saved. We do not do good in order to be saved, but because God's love is so overwhelming that we cannot help sharing it. By now my looks were getting into the 980s or 90s, dangerous territory. I began to wonder about those littlest ones. Who are they? At first it seemed obvious. They're anyone who suffers hunger, thirst, and all the other pains of humanity. Then, the 999th look.
I realized that in Matthew's Gospel, little ones has a very specific meaning. The little ones are not the weak and suffering. They are Christians, the followers of Jesus. Does that mean that unbelievers are judged by what they do for us Christians? At first thought, that might be nice. That thought did not last long, however. If they serve us, it will be because we are so woebegone that they are moved to pity by us. 1,000. We must be such followers of the crucified Jesus, giving our strength and even our lives for the sake of others, that they will respond to us as the bystander at the crucifixion did who tried to give Jesus something to drink. When we become the little ones, they will serve Christ. What does that mean for me and for the church? Maybe I should have stopped at the 999th look. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.